Good morning, you beautiful human beings. I hope you can hear the smile behind my energy right now. But thank you for tuning back in. You're listening to episode 12 of Conscious Butterflies. And I'm your host, Emily Dugan, and I'm so happy to be here. If you are not following this podcast yet, go ahead and just click that follow button, turn on the little notification bell so you get updates every time that I do drop a new episode for some soul searching and some avid just living out our multi-creative expressive self. Um, Seriously, your support is just uber appreciated on my end. But I hope you're having a great Wednesday. I particularly love Wednesdays because they're my work from home day for my day job. So it's just really nice to be in control of my day. I have a very flexible company that I work with, but you know, typically we still do the like eight to four, nine to five type schedule. But you know, I've really learned about myself where I thrive at different points of the day. I've learned where I'm more creative, where I'm more just excited and have more energy to be creative and let my mind kind of just wander and do what it wants and knowing I have tasks that I need to get done, but I'll get those tasks done in the right timing. So what works out for me is in the morning, I need whatever that morning routine is. And don't get me wrong, like I do not have a standard, I wake up and do this and this and this and this every day. It's like, what do I wake up and feel like would make me feel good? It is a morning bath. Is it a hot shower and a walk? Is it going to just walk the streets and smile at strangers? You know, like, is it doing nothing? Is it just laying in bed? Is it what kind of breakfast is going to make me happy that morning? You know, Um, but yeah, just very much so in a good mood today um and when i was out and about i feel like i went off topic of something i was saying but regardless when i was out and about this morning i just kind of took some time to journal it's the first of the month you know new goals new intentions reset a little bit we're coming up to be halfway through this year already which is just absolutely insane to think about so i just did a little reflection and if it's okay I mean, it's got to be okay with you because I'm doing it. So you can either tune in or tune out. But I just want to read you what I wrote today because it really just reminded me of how I am in so much control of the way I look at the perspective of the day, of the way I move my feet into the next step, the way I bring purpose into the actions that I'm doing, the way that I don't procrastinate in the way that I don't get worried and I don't stress and have anxiety about things because I know I am in full control. I know I will do the tasks that I need to to get it done in my timing. So today I wrote, Dear Wednesday, June 1st, 2022. I love you. I love how you woke me up with such peace today. I love how you instantly reminded me of all the good in the present, the past, and the future. I love how the little tasks have already seemed so joyful to do. I love that I entered today full of inner peace and surrendering to God's will being done. I love how simple and whimsical life is. I love being able to wake up and love myself as much as possible. I love learning new things, interacting with strangers, interrupting someone's day with a quick smile and friendly hello. I love that I finally accept the things I desire as my divine purpose to live out. There's no playing small or feeling small. There's only movement, connection, and progress. And this last part I wrote, I think it's so important for us to, whether you write it, whether you say it, every single day, 
look in the mirror, go about your space and like, who are you? Tell yourself the positive things you like about yourself. And that's why I just kind of went into a rant and I just said like, I'm a free spirit, loving, talented, go-getter, life explorer, music crazy lover, wild dancer, optimistic, ever forgiving, ever understanding, can sometimes be funny, beautiful, soulful Emily. I am proud of me. I'm excited for me. I am thankful that God made me. And that couldn't be more true. Like, it is such a blessing to be on a journey of just self-exploration and soul-searching. And I don't care how repetitive this stuff can sound to even me as I go through and I talk about these things, but it is so important because I think the last few weeks, especially this last month, it's just, I am nipping at the surface, you know, like I am barely getting to where I am going to be, but I'm just understanding that I have so many layers to pull back and that it's fun to pull back those layers. It's fun to expose myself. It's fun to be vulnerable. It's fun to just experiment with life and learn about what you love. And I guess today is just me kind of reading where my mind was at this morning. But today I also wrote, life isn't exhausting. It's not knowing yourself that's exhausting. Because when we're unsure of ourselves, we indulge ourselves with everything we're not to distract us from the truth that's buried inside of us. You have to feel the feels. You have to learn to love your emotion. You have to learn to embrace transition. Learn what makes you love life. Be vulnerable with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Be your own very best friend. Take yourself out to dinner. Take the time to do the little chores at home. Pay attention to what makes your body feel good. Listen to your thoughts. Be self-aware of when you're triggered by someone or something and set that boundary. Take a spontaneous trip and don't tell anybody about it. Set boundaries without warning. Surprise yourself. Learn a new skill. Get excited about how many skills and how much there is to learn outside in this world. Like, oh my goodness. Stop being intimidated then by the things that you're interested in learning. Because again, there is so much out there. Sometimes we can just back away from it because it becomes overwhelming that, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a plethora of information coming at me. Oh my gosh, I can't handle it. Oh my goodness, how am I ever going to be an expert at something? Well, be bold enough to be bad at something, right? To continue on, wear that dress, curl your hair, do your makeup for you, romanticize cooking dinner and having a glass of wine just for one. Get excited about your alone time. Journal your thoughts, accept and embrace embrace exactly who you are this morning in every single morning. Right? Like I thought that was so true to my nature of where I'm at right now and you know, learning that I don't have the highest self-esteem, learning that I do lack when it comes to self-reliance, when I when I lack in confidence. Like there are so many things about myself that I thought I had a high self-esteem, but you know I don't. I'm not very self-reliant. I'm working on it. It's a work in progress, but I know I'm not self-reliant because I just you know, find happiness in other things. And I'm learning to just find that happiness on my own. And I mean, don't get me wrong. This girl loves her alone time. This girl loves to pick her brain, but I have steps to go. 
am I the most codependent person in the world? Absolutely not. Very far from it. But I also know that I am not to where I want to be when it comes to confidence, when it comes to being self-reliant, when it comes to self-awareness, and when it comes to just having a high self-esteem. I am just under construction. I'm loading. And that's okay. But we have to admit those things that I don't have it all put together. I might come off like I'm confident and just outgoing, but really there's this version in Emily inside of me that is so scared to let her guards down in so many ways. And I'm working on it, okay? But I think that really leads me into what I want to main focus of today to be about. And that's really just what are those addictions in life of somebody who does have a low self-esteem because it really took me recognizing that I have a lot of these addictions almost I guess I'll call them that made me realize that like girl you really are not confident in yourself like you do not walk the talk and talk the walker I don't even know what I'm trying to say but there's so many ways I need to work on so I'm going to go over like probably 10 different ways that you can recognize this. Um, Not all fit with me and not all are going to fit with you, but I think it's important to recognize like these top 10 things that call out our desire to have a higher self-esteem and just the patterns that we might sit through without realizing that, hey, this is actually a sign that you are not loving yourself. You need to stop indulging in distractions and work on, you know, being the best kind of version for you. Okay, so number one sign of a person who has low self-esteem. Blaming and complaining. So you've been around this person or maybe you are that person, but we refuse to accept the fact that it's our own responsibility for everything that happens to us. And there's this really cool post I saw today um let me find it real quick and let me just read these few to you because this hits right on the point of blaming and complaining so in this post it says you can blame the education education system for not teaching you finances or you can educate yourself you can blame netflix for ruining your productivity or you can cancel your subscription you can blame your boss for paying minimum wage or you can start a business and work on your own terms Take responsibility for the situation you're in and change it. You know, um, the person who habitually just complains and blames others truly is just, it's a reaction of you feeling inadequate and trying to build yourself up by putting other people down and blaming other things and blaming society and just constantly in this complaining and nagging mode. And you know, I think I definitely am, am far from this because I very much so take responsibility for everything and like I want to create the change. And I find love and grace in that in myself that I desire to change so much that I'm taking little steps to do it. You know, and it's not the world's fault. It's not what you were born into. It's not. It's like accept it and fucking do something about it, right? Okay, so that was number one, blaming and complaining. Number two, fault finding. So when we find fault with others because they don't necessarily meet 
our standards of our own set of values, like we tend to just continue to make ourselves right and them wrong. And we don't like it when they do, you know, I think this comes back to you find fault in others when they're doing something that you know is a problem. And like, it is so psychologically true that we tend to dislike traits or habits or mannerisms most in other people when those faults or traits or habits are weaknesses that we're most guilty of, right? Um, And, you know, you always hear this in relationships that somebody is going to be aggressively um, possessive or always accusing you of cheating or, um, you know, just like not having your full attention on them when really deep down it's them who have that problem of maybe stepping outside the relationship or seeking validation by looking at another male or female and just wanting the attention from somebody else and it's just like I mean that kind of leads me into the next point too like the need for attention and approval like some of us have this compulsive need to just be validated by others. And you can go to my last episode and I talk about that a lot in episode 11. Um, But because you need that attention approval, you're so unable to recognize and appreciate yourself to be worthy and adequate for the life and the desires you want. Um, And we just constantly need that sense of confirmation that we're okay and we are smart enough you're pretty enough you're talented enough instead of just seeking that and doing action you're just constantly looking for that approval and attention of other people and maybe you're this person when you go into a room and you're just looking and wanting everybody to look at you and adjusting your body changing your hair like make you know trying to be at a certain angle so somebody sees you the right way like you were just so focused (laughs) and you know what the funny part about that is people don't give a shit like when you're in a crowded room and you're making sure you're sitting in the perfect way nobody gives a shit nobody's looking at you they might see you when you walk in notice you but there are very rare cases where you are the center of attention in a room we might all feel like it we might always feel like oh my god everybody's looking at me and you know it makes us self-conscious but it's really like nobody's looking at you babe (laughs) nobody's looking um but it's just an innate behavior so many have in us where we do need that attention we do need that approval and i know i go through this like when i'm at the gym working out you know i always just feel like okay I'm being looked at right now and like I I know I get excited when I'm like you know what I just got my new tattoo that's my motivation to go to the gym and like show off my tattoo and it's like nobody gives a shit (laughs) but you know we get our hair done and like it's just stuff like it does make us feel good but we're still searching for that external approval that like okay yeah you look good okay yeah people are looking but like just Go, just go and be and love the the way you make yourself look for you. Love that you walk out and you're confident. Not that you care if eyes are on you. You know, it shouldn't matter. You should, if you were the last person on this earth, I would hope that I and you would 
get ourselves done and look the best we freaking can to go present ourselves to the world because that's how we want to present ourselves as ourself, not because we need every eye and ear to be paying attention to us, right? Okay, so we had blaming and complaining, fault finding, need for attention and approval, and number four is lack of close friends. I sit hot in the middle with this because I don't consider myself as a loner or just boxing myself in from the world and, you know, having this aggressive personality to the outside world. Like, that's definitely not me at all. But I do think where I lack in here is I don't have friends, but I don't deepen my relationships. And it's almost because... You know, I could say different reasons of why this is because at so many points in my life, but I just find so much comfortability right now in this point in my life as I'm 25 years old. I find so much comfortability in deepening my relationship with myself that I spend so much time with friends, you know, when I'm on the weekends or just yesterday getting off work and going to the pool with the homies. And I love meeting new friends, but I'm almost to a point where I don't continue to deepen my friendships on a higher level because I'm trying to deepen my relationship with myself. Um, So to this point, when it comes to a low self-esteem, I think this is really meant for, are you hiding from the world? Are you angry towards the world? Is everything that happens and all the bad just another reminder why you don't like people are innately bad and people are usually not decent. Like when you have that kind of personality, I think it's just because it's like as if you're a person who hates love. Like love is not supposed to be hated. Love is the most joyous, beautiful thing, any form of love. Like our goal in life should just be to love, you know, and feel love and give love and give like giving love especially. So when you start to cut yourself out of those, I think that's lacking close friends, lacking love for the world and life. And that should never be the case, right? Okay, on to number five. So number five is just a burning desire and aggressive need to win. So what does that mean, Emily? So if we have this obsession to just be right all the time or to compete all the time and have this like winner's mindset, we're actually just suffering from this like desperate need to prove ourselves to everybody around us. We try to boast about our achievements and our accomplishments and we're just oversharing, over exemplifying how good we are and how proud we are and how much better we are than everybody else. You know, it's that person that has to one up every story who can't just be a good listener, who you can tell is not even listening to you because they can't wait to share about, you know, how awesome they are. And that's so unhealthy. And I was reading about competition and how some people say like competition is necessary for life. And I don't necessarily think that's true because it's not the end result of competition that makes competition good. It's the inner works of the competitions, the grit, the hard work that's being put in, the challenges that you face during competition that make competition good. It's not if you win or lose, it's like everything built up in between. So when you have this sole focus that 
I have to win to prove it myself and to prove that I'm right and to have the last saying in an argument to you know be the opinion that wins like I'd much rather if I'm around that kind of person let them have it I'm gonna walk away and just like share my thoughts share my opinions but never be so overly dominant about where your stance is because homie nobody's right in a lot of situations like we are all out here with a different finish line with different opinions with different perspectives and that's what makes life so beautiful that's what makes connections beautiful because we're open up to different angles and different viewpoints and just the constant will to learn and understand where other people come from and where other people's minds are at and how they learn and how they function through life right okay so number one two three four five six Overindulgence. These are the people who cannot live with themselves because they don't like the way they are. And they usually try to overcompensate through a form of some type of substitution and substance, whether that is um, some kind of mental or physical like drug that just dulls who you are. And I've definitely dealt with this. I mean, I don't think I've become to an point of an addiction person addictive personality with it but this could be anything from overeating over drinking taking drugs smoking excessively it just to get that quick fix of that quick central satisfaction to really just cover up any emotional pain that's inside and just that need for self-approval and it really just compensates for our own self-rejection because it's giving us that temporary relief from facing the reality of knowing hey we need to change hey i need to grow my i definitely relate to this one when it comes to i know i mentioned this on the show before but i got into smoking weed at a very i mean like kind of a rather young age of probably around 15 and there came a point this year where I was just like, holy shit, I have not in some way, form or another stopped smoking weed since I was 15. Like just every day, one way or another, and maybe not every single day, but for weeks ends at a time and just giving it up as a break. No, until this past 420, like I finally did and I did just give it up. And now I am so happy I did. Like it was crazy how... I would just wake up and hit it. I would eat lunch and just hit it quickly. I'd be on the drive and hit it. I'd go to hang out with a friend and hit it. Right before I walk in to go grocery shopping, hit it. Before I go to work out, hit the pen. Whatever, like that's ridiculous that I was like so unsettling with just being alone and with myself and with my thoughts that I felt like hitting that was a quick fix and I could like rid of me. And Oh my God, quickly I learned that it was so awesome to get the urge to want to smoke and be like, nope, because I was choosing myself. I was choosing to live with me. I was choosing to love myself in that moment, right? Right. Okay. So the next one is depression. And this has to hit home with so many of us. I don't care who you are. So we all go through some kind of form of depression when it comes to just getting so discouraged with ourselves and our inability to accomplish the things we want to do with ourselves we feel inadequate we feel unworthy as said before and we feel like we have not achieved what we think we should and you know what others 
might have and have completed and achieved, we should be there. And it's just that constant anxiety and living in fear and trying to live up to our own expectations and everybody else's expectations that it can just cause such severe low self-esteem that we can't get over, that we don't do the little things in life. We don't even want to get out of bed. We don't wake up the way I did today, full of life and boastful energy, like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to take on the day. And it's the complete opposite of that, right? It hurts, it sucks, it stings, it's numbing. It is so numbing and we can't break the cycle. And the deeper you get in the cycle, the harder it is to climb out of that cycle. And I think that's one of the very much so lower points where we realize like, I hate myself. I hate who I fucking am. I hate how I have no motivation. I hate how I can't just do the simple task. And when you start to just repeat those things at yourself, like God, you were just, just putting that stamp on your forehead over and over and over again. And the only cure from that is to take like how I was when I started this podcast and saying like, I am a free spirit. I am loving. I am talented. I am a go-getter. And you have to say those and remind those things to yourself every single day, but you also have to back it up by inspired action to get to the next place. And it can be so hard to talk to people to admit that you're in such a low place sometimes, but we have to and I think it starts with admitting it to yourself and then being able to open up to family friends a therapist but we have to get there and I know we all can get there it's just take steps it really does um okay the next one is greed and selfishness so these kind of people are, you know, have an overwhelming sense of just being so absorbed in their needs and their desires that they have to fulfill them in order to keep up with their lack of self-worth. And they often don't have any time to deal with anybody else's interests or to be concerned with others feelings or emotions and you know especially with the people that they love the most and I always love the Will Smith story with Will Smith and if you guys obviously remember her song like I whip my hair back and forth and she went on tour and was on tour with Justin Bieber I believe and halfway through her tour she hadn't finished it and she's told Will Smith she's like daddy like I want to go home now I'm done and he's like no baby girl like you're not done like you're just getting started you promised jay-z like you would do this tour like you gotta you gotta finish it out you're not gonna be a quitter like you have more shows to do you have a whole tour left and that hurt her so bad that she couldn't make her own self-choice because of her dad's selfishness for you know success and 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 you know creating this lifestyle for her that she went and she shaved her head as we all famously remember and he said that that's one of his best lessons he ever had to learn when she took such an initiative to do that like okay baby i hear you i understand if you want to be done you're done and looking back you know he realized that was his own selfishness 
to be obsessed with his needs and his desire to create this life of success and drive for her but that wasn't who she was and you know sometimes we get so caught up in just what we want to do that we only focus on how we would do it we only focus on our emotions behind it and we leave out everything and everyone else okay so we went through blaming, complaining, fault finding, need for attention and approval, lack of close, fr- close friends, an aggressive need to win, overindulgence, depression, greed, and selfishness. And now we are on to indecision and procrastination. Okay, this is huge. I really think it is. Because when we procrastinate, that is us saying that... I am unable and unwilling to do things when they need to get done. You push them aside so much and you can't make a decision about something and you can't just do it because you don't feel like you are in control and can trust yourself to get it done. Um, You know, you find yourself doing nothing at all, delaying when things get done, working at the last second, and you become so reluctant to make a decision because you feel that you're incapable to make the right decision, right? Oh my God, this is definitely me to a T. And I'm learning that I am have low self-esteem and low confidence because of my constant inability to make decisions for myself. You know, I almost rely on the opinion of opinions of others and looking for them to give me a sign or a clue or just any advice to help me know what path to steer down and lately I'm getting so good at this I'm learning that I'm not a procrastinator I have my tasks to do and I get them done I own my life responsibilities and I don't worry I don't have anxiety about them because I'm a freaking boss and I'll get the work that needs to be done done and I'll do it in my own creative way and people are going to love it and you know like I'm so focused on being so purposeful about my decisions and how I use my time from day to day and what I'm willing to give my energy to based on those decisions right And I think another type of person that would fall in this category would be a perfectionist because they have a similar personality, only that person always needs to be right. Like they're insecure and their intent is just like to feel better than, you know, those that are around them and just that constant need to be on top of and always have everything together and always have everything right like it doesn't work out like that like that's not being in control that is letting the outside world control everything because you just constantly need it to be perfect and that's not how it goes right okay oh my gosh this next one I met a guy like that like this this weekend and I was just so beside myself these are okay you know how you just have people whether it's music or a personality in somebody and they just freaking irk you this is my irky person and it is putting up a false front the person that talks so loud the person who has the most outrageous like goofy laugh for no reason and they're using like just this big talk and this big like material items to just like 
put out this ego and this idea of themselves that is not, you know, that is just masking who they really are because they don't want anybody to truly know who they are. So they show up big and they show up boisterous and just, it's so easy to tell that that is, you know, a cover up that is just a fraud version of who they are. Um, and they just put up a false front to keep others. So they think from seeing them as who they really are. But I think this kind of person is most obvious um, because they just have to show up. They always have to show off and, you know, be heard. And I'm the coolest and I'm the realist and I flex like this. I got it like that. You know, it's not, it's not genuine. And again, those kind of people rub me a very wrong way. But I know they got a low self-esteem and I have a low self-esteem in other ways. So it's okay. We're all on this journey together. Okay, um, this is going to be my last one. I'm going to cut it short because my stomach is growling so loud right now. I need to go eat. But the last sign of low self-esteem is having self-pity or having the poor me syndrome that results in our inability to just take charge of our lives and our own actions and our own destiny and our own future. And we just allow... Other selves to be placed at the mercy of people and circumstances and the conditions around us. And we're always being just pushed one way and then the other. And it's, you know, not our fault. This is life. It's just like everything happens to me all at once. I can never get a break. Like we allow things to upset us and hurt us and criticize us and make us angry because we have this leaning, codependent personality to just you know, almost enjoy the attention and sympathy that we get from others when we complain and it's woe us and, you know, we accept the bad and faulty things because there's such a weakness in the power that we need to understand that we are in such control. Like, when others give us that attention we desire in a self-pity moment, it's so dangerous because you feed off of it, right? Like you were just scorching onto their sympathy for you and their like burning desire of your venting. And then, oh my gosh, friendships can be so bad in that way that you vent to a friend and they're like, oh, screw them. You shouldn't feel like that. You don't deserve that. And it should be like, no, babe, you deserve that because obviously you need to learn a lesson from that. So what are you going to do about it? What's the next step? And you know, that's two very important questions when somebody is talking to you. It's like, do you need to vent or do you want advice? And that can just be so very different. Like if you just need to talk and let it out versus do you need to hear from my opinion? And sometimes when you're venting to somebody, I think it's just like, Babe, these things are, again, happening to you because you need to learn the lesson from them. And that has been my go-to lesson after I hear somebody talk about, you know, an issue they're going through. Because I love, like, please DM me and talk to me about what it is you might be going through. Like, I would love to just sit there and I can't help you, but I love to listen and just be like, okay, so what's your next step? What what are you going to go do next? What's the lesson you're learning from this? What did you like about 
that happening? What did you not like about that happening? And what did you learn from it, right? It's not, hey, here's a magic five-step way to get over it and your heartache is going to go away and your disappointment is going to go away. And, you know, the lesson you have to learn from this is just going to be straight up boldly in your face. Like, no, life doesn't work like that. You have to do the digging. You have to understand your emotions and your feelings, right? Um, so to end this, I just really want to go through a few emotional, physical, and psychological characteristics of somebody who has low self-esteem, okay? So if you feel any of these, you do, if not. Um, but characteristics of low self-esteem emotionally is aggressive, being aggressive, timid, having false laughter, boasting, being impatient, trying to be better than others, people pleasing, name dropping, being critical, rebelling against authority, being a perfectionist, dominating conversation, being and labeling yourself as a procrastinator, not being able to admit your mistakes, being a compulsive drinker, smoker, partier, whatever it might be. And to add on to that, being a compulsive anything, like this could be are you compulsively having a hobby, whether that is, you know, all I do is freaking knit all the time. <laughs> it's like, you have to not knit sometimes, Jane, like you gotta let go of that. Um, so it doesn't have to necessarily be a negative, like as we would put on drinking, like this could be a very just good exercise. Like all you do is learn how to play the piano. Like sometimes you got to put the piano down and focus on other things in life. Okay. So these next ones are characteristics, physical characteristics of a low self-esteem. And this is a weak sagging posture, you know, a lowering weak voice, which I definitely have that. I can get so quiet. Sometimes I can be so excited to tell a story but then my voice lowers and I almost just stop talking completely by the time I get to the end of the story because I think somebody loses interest or they don't care about my story so I get a weaker voice and I notice the people I'm very comfortable around and the people who I don't seek validation from because I can go on for 10 hours with a story and just like go on and on and on and on, give them every single detail and not give a shit if they're not interested in the story anymore because I'm just like, I don't care, I need to let this out. And those people are the ones I get the best reaction from because it's like, okay, I'm like, you talk like crazy. You, this is another one of your M stories. Tell me more about it. Like, I love seeing you get so excited. Okay, next one. Oh, and to go off that, like, we don't have to be a low self-esteem person 100% of the time. Like I have such a high self-esteem in the areas that I thrive in the areas I do have confidence in in life, but I have a very low self-esteem in certain circumstances and certain environments around certain people, you know? So it's not like you are one of these emotional or physical or psychological characteristics. So that makes you a low self-esteem person. Like I'm not saying that by any means, but there are different times that we need to recognize again when we are being triggered or when we just feel these emotions or um, physical or psychological characteristics and recognize like, okay, why am I feeling this sense of low self-esteem right now? What triggered that? What is my environment? Why do I not feel comfortable with this person to be myself? Yada, yada, yada. Okay, but more physical characteristics. 
you're tense or nervous you're very overweight you have a sloppy appearance you don't have a strong handshake you can't look other people in the eye right man i know i got a good self-esteem in that way because i love looking people in the eye when i talk to them i just i've always been that way and i almost feel like <laughs> i do it so much that i'll just like casually look away a little bit because i know they're like looking away a little bit but anyways Okay, and lastly, these are just some psychological characteristics of a low self-esteem person. You're anxious. You're unsure about things. You think you are a low life. You think you'll never get to where you want to be. You dislike and hate and reject yourself. You need to be liked by everybody. You're so obsessed with your own life and your own problems. You have a compulsive need to have money and power. Or maybe you do what others want you to do. Maybe you live vicariously through TV or worship or looking up to people or, you know, your religion or just focusing on one person. Um, your need to be right all the time. Your constant need for approval. Um, just feeling shame and guilt and remorse about, remorse about your own decisions, right? So... Um, you know, there's so much packed into this. And again, I think these are just some of the top characteristics that I identify with when it comes to discovering if I have a low self-esteem or recognizing, you know, what brings out my low self-esteem? Why am I not being the best type of version of me? Why am I lacking confidence, right? So, I want you to take it all in. Um, please DM me and talk about anything if you want. I love connecting with y'all. It's seriously so cool. Just like old friends or random people on the internet just like talking to me about a certain podcast or asking me a question about something. Like it's been so cool. Just any little sense of community that is being built through this because at the end of the day, that's all I want is just, you know, that connection that community and just being able to talk this out learn grow build from each other and ultimately get to our higher selves ultimately unleash the alpha in us that is this ever-ending desire of who we are because god when god puts a desire on your heart it is so there for such a divine reason and you will chase it you will achieve it you will get there like I don't know who, what you believe in, if you're spiritual, but we'll get there. We always get there in the right timing, in God's timing, like we always will. Your beautiful soul is so recognized, and just because it hasn't happened for you yet, or you don't even feel like you're anywhere close to this dream that you have for yourself, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen for you. You can't lose hope. You can't doubt yourself. You can't doubt the desires on your heart and the love that this world has to has wants to see you completely thrive and just dominate in the ways that you want to dominate this world it wants to see you happy and everything has seriously been so intentionally planted within your heart so deeply and for such a divine reason but again it is so focused on the timing and the lessons you have to learn and you know, the strength that you have to build, the confidence, dropping those those moments of low self-esteem, recognizing that they're even there, having your self-awareness. Like, nobody here on earth wants to see you go through pain 
and have that heartache and if they do well that's just like pure evil you know like you are beautiful you were created for such a divine purpose to share with this world you have something to give back to this world that it's in your heart one way or another whether you recognize it whether you're trying you're in the stage of trying to understand it but whatever it is like keep searching after it it's only a matter of timing like the way everything is working out is already orchestrated and it is just in the making so wake up today and every day being so excited like what does this world have to offer me what do i have to learn today who am i going to engage with what is the next conversation i'm going to have that's going to spark you know every motivation for me and when you it finally happens to you whether that's these little moments in between of just your accomplishments and achievements like you're gonna look back and realize everything was so worth it every little thing was so damn worth it along the way and those moments don't end and you'll realize that there's no real end goal there's just the next goal there's the next steps the next beautiful little detail to get to just the next chapter guys like day by day oh my goodness it's amazing to me how i can wake up some days and you know nothing is good everything that i hope for and desire is just like blah like what's the point why even bother but i've been on just such a kick of i am so excited for what's to come i'm so excited i wrote that in that message i said earlier like I love that I finally have accepted the things I desire as my divine purpose to live out. Like I do. I truly just trust everything about myself so much and about my desires. Like I trust myself to get there. I know I'm going to get it done. I know that what I do and the work that I do is worthy of you know, getting to where I want to be in life and being aligned, being able to travel more and being able to one day speak in front of crowds and one day being able to publish a book and one day being able to have a podcast that reaches thousands of people and touches hearts and builds this form of just like trust and community and like, oh my goodness. So go out, be amazing, be awesome. Remember to not put too much on your to-do list, you know, prioritize your top five, get them done, be proud of yourself because I'm proud of you. I don't even know you, but I'm freaking proud of you because you're out here, you're trying to search for something deeper in life. You're trying to engage in who you are. You're trying to learn about yourself and love yourself and love life. And life is really freaking beautiful, right? Okay, I love you. I'm going to go get some snacks. If you're not following this podcast, again, thank you anyways for tuning in to listen. But follow this podcast. Your support is appreciated. If this episode relates to a friend you think or you just enjoyed it, please share it to your story. I will always reshare that. I appreciate you just shouting me out. Um, And again, turn on that little notification bell to get updates when I do post a new podcast. I'm going to try to really start getting on a regular routine of posting them every Monday morning. Um, so bear with me as I get a little bit more organized in, in what I do, but okay. I love you. Have the best week ever until next time. Peace and Godspeed, babes.